ladies and gentlemen, fellow virtual delegates and attendees at the Resources for Africa PGM's Industry Day. Greetings. I'd like to upfront thank Bernard and Paula for the opportunity to present this keynote address and share some of the insights that we as Sabanya Stillwater have gleaned from our journey to becoming an international precious metals company. I would also like to dedicate this address to Chris Bateman, our EVP for the US, who passed away unexpectedly on Sunday. Post a brief introduction, I'll discuss aspects relating to both commodity and geographical diversification. And thereafter, I will cover the benefits and challenges we've experienced from this uh, strategy. Just as a brief introduction, Sabanya Stillwater was established as an independent company in February 2013, following the unbundling by Goldfields Limited of a wholly owned South African subsidiary company, which housed three mature deep level South African gold assets. At the time, these assets were perceived to be high cost with limited residual life. The implementation of our operating module, mod, model as an agile independent company was effective in turning these assets around and creating a solid balance sheet based on strong cash flows. From the outset, we had a different vision and saw the opportunity to differentiate ourselves and create a different future for the group by diversifying the company with respect to both commodity and geography. The first step in the process was to reposition the company investment proposition as a leading dividend paying company rather than promote the benefits of a focused gold mining company. Following a significant review of the, the assets we had inherited, we undertook a significant restructuring of the assets in the first 14 months reducing costs by 26%, restoring them to profitability, and as a result, increasing their economic reserves and extending their operating lives. These assets, as a result, became substantially cash generative, enabling us to repay inherited debt, and for the first five years after listing, and prior to the implementation of the PGM growth strategy, pay an industry-leading dividend yield which averaged about 5% per annum, which at that stage was more than double the global gold industry average. We were aware that despite this turnaround in the operations, a declining production profile was inevitable and necessitated the acquisition of longer life assets, which could sustain the industry leading dividend yield th uh, investment thesis. Opportunities for growth through M&A in the South African gold environment were limited due to more than two decades of extensive consolidation, resulting in only six remaining listed South African gold companies. Also, due to the relative discount in comparison to international gold stocks, value accretive expansion in the international gold sector was not a viable option, and access to competitive debt financing at the time was limited. Given our original investment thesis, we were consciously preparing shareholders for growth opportunities in sectors outside of gold, with the most natural extension being the PGM sector. At the time, the historical gold premium had evaporated, 
after years of poor returns. So there was also less justification for maintaining a position as a pure gold play. Just moving now on to commodity diversification. Uh, with the PGM sector operationally similar to gold mining, we saw an opportunity to leverage our operating model and hard rock tabular mining competency and apply lessons learned from our experience of consolidation in the South African gold sector to unlock value. The South African PGM industry was fragmented and many assets were in se severe financial distress following the global financial crisis and the devastating strike action in 2012 and 2014. With the sector temporary out of favor, certain assets offered clear value, particularly considering, considering the long-term positive PGM market fundamentals. Following detailed analysis of PGM supply and demand fundamentals, which confirmed a robust market outlook for the PGMs, an M&A growth strategy was mapped out. Our intentions to expand into the PGM industry were signaled to the market as early as 2014. After initially struggling to gain traction with established PGM companies, from 2016 we concluded four key transactions within a three-year period establishing Sabanya Stillwater as a leading diversified global PGM mining company, including recycling. Our in entry into the PGM sector was executed swiftly at a low point in the PGM price cycle, with the magnitude and rapid sequence of the transactions unsettling the market at the time. This counter-cyclical timing underpinned by thorough analysis of the market fundamentals has subsequently been justified with significant value realized as PGM prices rallied. An important lesson was the benefits that swift execution of strategic decision brings much advantage. Just uh, moving on to geographical diversification, um, the third step in our originally envisaged four-step PGM strategy was the acquisition of Stillwater, which was announced in December 2016 and concluded in April 2017. The acquisition of Stillwater was transformative for Sabania Stillwater, making us the most geographically diverse PGM producer. Over 90% of primary global PGM production is derived from South Africa, Zimbabwe and Russia, countries which for obvious reasons are perceived as relatively high risk. Sabania Stillwater's US PGM operations are tier one, long life palladium rich PGM assets located in Montana in the United States, a stable operating and supportive regulatory environment. The Stillwater acquisition drove down both geopolitical and operational risk and also substantially increased the quality of our asset portfolio. The unique commodity mix presented a unique and compelling investment case. The acquisition has also delivered reduced currency risk and a leading position in the global PGM recycling business. The US PGM operations pull split Prizes, 78% palladium and 22% platinum, 
and contributed approximately 17% of Group 4E production and quite remarkably 33% of Group Adjusted EBITDA in H2 2019. The contribution to group production is expected to increase to over 21% by 2023 as the growth projects ramp up to full production, with the contrib contribution to group earnings expected to increase significantly. The acquisition of a Tier 1 international PGM operation at an acquisition price greater than our market capitalization capitalization at the time and initially financed entirely with debt surprised the market. The very significant debt burden and associated risk has been a significant factor contributing to the discount that Sabonia Stillwater has attracted in the market. With the effective deleveraging of the company now completed and together with ongoing strong operational delivery we are looking forward over the next few quarters to a substantial market re-rating. In preparation for further commodity and geographical diversification, we acquired SFA Oxford. Stephen Forrest, who founded and leads SFA Oxford and is well known to most of you, is presenting after me. And I'm sure the value Stephen and his team brings to Sabania Stillwater will be clear. It should be noted that we did not acquire SFA Oxford for their PGM knowledge, but more specifically SFA Oxford's specialized insight into future automotive and energy technology trends. This provides strategic intelligence on emerging commodity markets, which are likely to experience strong demand growth from ongoing development of the electric automotive powertrain. This knowledge and expertise will form the basis on which we further diversify and internationalize around the high-tech and battery metal space. I'd like to now move on to um, the benefits of diversification. Um, so please allow me to discuss some of the more specific benefits and challenges that we have experienced as a diversified operator. First of all, let's just uh, talk about uh, geographic diversification benefits. The benefits of geographic diversification were clearly demonstrated most recently with the uninterrupted production from the US operations during the recent COVID-19 lockdown. And previously during the 2018 2019 gold wage strike, which was orchestrated in an attempt to deter us from closing the Lonman transaction. In particular, the geographic diversification positioned the group in a favorable position to stand up to unreasonable stakeholder demands without compromising the sustainability of our business. The group's performance has also become increasingly resilient to exchange rate fluctuations, especially during the periods of significant RAND strength as we experienced during 2018, during the Ramaphoria phase. Just on best practice and expertise, the integration of diverse operations provides substantial growth opportunities through access 
to best practice and global expertise. We regard the significant change and disruption associated with culture integration as a healthy stimulus to our organizational development. Recognition and adoption of best practice is integral to the realization of synergies that gen generate further sustainable value from acquisitive growth. As an example, the acquisition of Stillwater, which is located in a pristine environment surrounded by national parks, has exposed the group to world-class environmental and social practices. The Good Neighbor Agreement, which was entered into between the US PGM operations, local landowners and communities 20 years ago, is a unique example of a social compact which is mutually beneficial for all stakeholders, enabling development of the mining operations in cooperation with local stakeholders. Replication of this approach to our South African stakeholder relations, focusing on issues of local relevance, has strong potential to change the narrative. We see potential to collectively chart, chart a pathway to future mining in South Africa that positively impacts on all stakeholders, particularly in the current challenging social and economic environment. This is strong links to the concepts expressed in the Zambezi Protocol that requires the building of trust and alignment between stakeholders in place of onerous regulation and adversarial interaction. We will continue to encourage stakeholder uptake of the Zambezi Protocol concepts with a commitment to stakeholder capitalism. The social benefits being derived in Montana through the relationship between business and civil society encapsulated in the Good Neighbors Agreement should provide a compelling example. The pristine environment in which the US operations are located also necessitated the implementation of the industry best practice processing and environmental solutions, including world-class smelting, refining and recycling operations with class leading emissions management. The US smelting and refining operations discharged less than 30% of permitted nitrogen levels with SO2 emissions from the smelter consistently less than 5% of already stringent US operating uh, permit limits. Again, exposure to these industry-leading processing facilities provides an opportunity to apply class-leading practices and processing experience at our newly acquired Morikana smelting and refining operations. This also raises the opportunity to utilize existing excess capacity for recycling. The transfer of best practice is a two-way process. With the USPGM operations also deriving benefits from being part of a larger diversified group, which provides greater financing capacity and flexibility and reduced risk relative to Stillwater's previous single asset and primary commodity exposure. Underground deep level mining best practice from the technical capacity at our South African operations including support systems, rock mass management and rock mechanics, ventilation and engineering expertise 
is being applied at the USPGM operations. This is particularly relevant in managing challenging ground conditions encountered at the Blitz project, where the traditionally used split sets have proven inadequate. They have been replaced by high tension roof bolts and shotcreting is commonly used in deep level mining in South Africa. The benefits of diversification also extend well beyond the operating environment. Appropriate portfolio asset diversification is generally regarded as a measure which mitigates risk, driving more favorable credit ratings and hence impacting on the cost of capital. Geographical and commodity diversification are factors which are considered by ratings agencies. As reflected in the following statement from Fitch, when they announced our credit rating on the 26th of August uh, this year. And I quote as follows, Sabanya Stillwater's country risk from a large and concentrated exposure to South Africa, which is BB negative, is somewhat mitigated by the company's presence in the US, which is AA negative. These considerations contributed positively to the final BB credit rating of uh, BB with a stable outlook assigned by Fitch, another uh, benefit of the diversification strategy. Moving on to challenges, um, and I have to admit that diversification is not entirely with, without some downside, though noting uh, nothing of it is unmanageable. Retaining strong group corporate identity while accepting the different cultures, traditions and practices applicable in the various operating jurisdictions has posed its challenges. Our decentralized approach has worked well to perpetuate operating practices that are functioning effectively at various mine sites while instilling the group purpose and values as the guide for all decision making. A key aspect in our due diligence of Stillwater was the fit and alignment of purpose, with the commitment to stakeholder inclusivity strong, strongly evident from the unique way in which the Good Neighbours Agreement had been implemented for over 20 years. Without this inherent alignment, we expect cultural integration would have been problematic. Working across time zones has traditionally raised challenges with a limited window of shared working hours for effective communication. We have found that embracing virtual work methods with greater flexibility in working hours as a result of COVID-19 has substantially enhanced, enhanced the quality of communication across our operating sites. And we are now much more capable of working seamlessly around the globe. With physical distancing, we have found that the quality of relationships has been equalized, whether people are working in the same office or in a different country. We will be striving to retain those benefits even when the need to mitigate COVID-19 has eventually passed. It may even become feasible to contemplate a distributed presence across the world for selected functions, providing a springboard for further internationalization of the company. So, in conclusion, despite the substantial transformation of the group in a relatively short period, 
we have actually only taken the first steps in the strategic process to improve our risk profile and international competitiveness through geographical and commodity diversification. The intention is to build significantly on the steps that have been taken, shaping a compelling investment case in the process.